0: Amen. Good morning all. One quick announcement for you. Uh, Transformed is a new Bible study that's going to be starting next week, Thursday, October 3. And it's going to be a biblical vision on uh, studying body image. And so if that's an interest for you, uh, get a hold of the campus ministry office or Nancy Smith. Sign up uh, online. So, Anybody here in chapel on Monday? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, Jen was here, good. David, you were here, good. All right, so we are doing a series on, we're calling the pre-October rule, okay? And we're, we're recognizing October 1 is coming, and we thought it'd be helpful to have some discussion about dating and relationships. And so our first guests were Matt and Eli Margarone on Monday, yes, but we have our next guest today. So, Jennifer and David Ryden, would you welcome them, who are going to be? Now, we're going to be asking the same five questions of all three couples, and so, if you remember some of the questions on Monday, we're going to address those uh, today. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Who's that? Who's that? Jen, where's that picture taken? Right. Uh, Pat is taken in Moose Lake, Minnesota. Moose Lake, Minnesota. At the Methodist Church picnic.
0: Methodist Church
1: picnic. Yeah. Do you want to say something, (laughs) I do.
2: To quote our 12-year-old daughter, Ruth, who spent some time in the photo album from which this was taken, this is what she said, Dad, what happened? (laughs)
1: that's what she said I
2: wanted to say you and your sister and your brothers (laughs) but I I didn't say that yeah yeah
0: that did happen you got it and that will be another conversation yes Um, yes. okay so Jen uh, that was Moose Lake where did you guys meet where did you meet
1: we, we met in Minnesota, where all good things come from, right? God's country. Um, God's country, yes. Uh, first thing I want to tell you is that a little, pro- you know, different thing about David and I is that we are separated by 12 years. David is 12 years older than I am. Um, and so sometimes when people hear that, they say, oh, was he your professor? And I say, no, <laughs> no, no,
0: no. <laughs> clarify. Was, we're clarify. just gonna
1: clarify that he was not my professor. Um, but yes, we met in Minnesota. David was already um, teaching and working here. Because he's a rock star professor, he got an early um, fellowship sabbatical and he headed to Minnesota and to do research and writing. At that point, I was attending a church in Minneapolis, the same church that he had, um, that had been his church 10 years prior, but he had left there and moved to DC and then here. Um, But I was at that church, and I worshipped and loved two of his brothers and their wives. And so I had heard that the Rydens, and they were fantastic, I love these people, and I had heard that the Rydens had a single brother, and that he was coming to Minnesota for about six months, and that he was a professor, and all of these things were like, ooh, I want to meet this guy. And um, we actually met on the very first night that he arrived in Minnesota, and we went to um, church the next day. Our first, um, our first date was a couple, couple days later, and we got married a year later. So
2: Wow. Yeah, that's a, that is a productive sabbatical. Right <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I wrote very little, it was productive.
0: I love it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that was, uh, that was uh, accelerated dating. And, it, was. And, yeah. yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. So uh, talk a little about, you know, so you meet each other for the first time. Ten years difference. Is that right? Did you say? Twelve. Twelve
2: and a half. Twelve, twelve
0: years difference. That's too much. Okay. So twelve years difference. Uh, so what was different about this relationship? David, I think you probably had had some dating relationships
2: before that.
1: Oh, yeah. Tell, I didn't tell our ages.
2: Yes. Well, when we met <laughs> do we have to?
1: But, but yeah, I was
2: I was 38 years old when I met Jennifer. 26. Um, so I had been through college. I had been through law school. I had spent six years practicing law. I'd gone off to Washington, D.C. to get a PhD. And I, by then, we started the same time at Hope Paul, and I'd right. spent several years teaching as a single person at Hope College. Um, and I did, right, over those years, I dated a lot, uh, and a couple of long-term relationships. Um, but it's fair to say that um, considerations of faith were at the margins at best. Uh, and sometimes a non-factor and that was very much a reflection of my where I was spiritually and it really did take me uh, getting serious and becoming more committed as a Christian to come to the realization that a shared faith commitment really needed to be at the heart of any um, uh, romantic relationship. Uh, but by then I was in Holland in the early 90s uh, Holland was not, it was not a robust place bustling with opportunities and activities for single people. It was a tough place to be, and quite frankly, I'd given up on dating. Uh, and I was convinced I would probably be single, and I was fine with that, actually. Then I went to Minnesota, and I met Jennifer. and. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, she's utterly adorable, and she's smart, and she was interesting. She was sassy. Um, <laughs> I was kind of full of myself. I had published books, and she just like, told me to where, where to get off. Um, uh, but more than anything, it, it, her, her faith was front and center. Um, and it was not just words. It was not just rhetorical. Uh, her life was oriented around her faith in her church, her small group, her service, uh, her job at an alternative school, the sacred music group of which she was a part. Um, And just meeting her and being with her just made me wanna be and strive to be a a better Christian.
0: That's awesome, wow. What about you, Jen, with David? What did you see in that guy?
1: Um, (laughs) 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 I looked past his age and, uh, just kidding. no, um, much the same. I mean, we had, an, we had a quick chemistry. We had things in common, right? We initially um, bonded over our love of thrifting, um, our deep passion for Seinfeld and coffee and choral music uh, and things like that. Um, he has a keen intellect, and um, he asks deep and thoughtful questions of the world and of things, and I just found that... Um, uh, really wonderful and wonderful to be around. Um, I, too, never dated in college. It was horrible, night after night, no dates in college. But after college, I had dated quite a bit as well. Um, and But I dated always with the goal of marriage. And, and I had a pretty good idea that marriage, um, if it ever happened to me, would be a high and holy calling. Um, that marriage is a gift, that marriage is a path of discipleship. Um, And I had a really rich life, actually. And I was not looking to date um, with the common notion of someone completing me. That, praise God, I felt really complete. Um, Ephesians 5 talks about how Christ loves us and gives himself up for us. Um, and I had a notion that if I got married, I would give myself to someone and that someone would give themselves to me like Christ gave himself for the church. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when I met David, I said, man, I think it would be a privilege um, to give myself to this person and him to me and to do that for forever. So.
0: That's awesome. Wow. Okay, so... You had rapid dating. Boom. Yes, we did. He's on six months sabbatical. Got to get things in order. Okay, so uh, so it, what were some of the joys and challenges? And we got to kind of watch our time.
1: Yes. Joys and challenges. There, there were lots of joys of dating David. There were lots of challenges. One, David is a fantastic communicator, but not really a great communicator, if you get what I mean. So David had deep insecurities at this point. He was 38, and he was smitten and he was worried that he would give himself his heart to me and then I would break it. But he never told me that. And so we had lots of dates where he was sort of moody and there was, he was erratic and I didn't know how to read him and he wasn't (laughs) communicating. So one night would be fantastic and we'd be up till 3 a.m. talking, the next night we'd hardly talk at all and I'm like, what's going on? Um, He did not make it easy. Um, So that, (laughs) yes. But but we pressed on. And also, I, um, we, we had a quick engagement. We were engaged for about um, about three months. And David was settled in, ready to go at that point. Engagement was a deep, was a nerve-wracking time for me. It felt like I was walking and was about to take a huge leap into something. Um, and I was scared, frankly. And so little things became big things. And questions and insecurities were some, you know, tantamount. And I often had this like, if we can't do it now, we're never gonna do it when we get married. Um, Just deep questions about how we operated. And so David had to talk me off the ledge a lot. Um, But we made it.
2: Those conversations, long distance, between uh, Minneapolis and Holland were torture. They were, they just, yeah, given, I'm not a phone guy, and it just, we barely survived that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. But you're here.
2: So, uh, so
0: ta- <laughs> 20 ta- years later. 20 we're years here. later,
2: and.
1: <laughs> Thanks for you to yes. uh,
0: So, talk quickly about uh, faith and how faith played into the relationship.
2: Yeah. So, three things, and let me just be as quick as I can. Uh, number one, our relationship began and then grew uh, within a nurturing faith community. And that was our church, and that was a really good small group. To which we belonged, um, and so that was always the case, and that always framed our relationship. And it was such a strong, that was such a strong foundation. Uh, number two, I distinctly remember how affecting it was to worship with Jennifer, uh, and to experience worship with her together, and to sit in the pew next to her, and to be conscious of of how engaged she was and how responsive. Uh, albeit in her, you know, white Minnesota Methodist girl sort of way. um, You know, it was just evident. Her love of Jesus was evident in her love of worship, uh, and I love that. Um, And then thirdly, and and this is, I think, pretty important for me, there was a strong sense of redemption uh, and forgiveness. So my past uh, had a lot of junk in it and just some pretty ugly stuff. Uh, And it could really be shaming, and I I was ashamed of much of it. Um, But I really did come to grasp and to receive uh, God's redemptive grace, uh, and that no one is beyond that redemptive grace. No behavior uh, is beyond His forgiveness. And then most importantly, like Jennifer modeled that for me. She modeled that grace she did not. Lord my past over me or hold it against me. She was gracious and charitable uh, and forgiving. Uh, and that really helped me sort of get beyond uh, the shame of the past. And so, yeah, in those ways, faith was just at the, at the center of it.
0: That's awesome. Okay, so our time is running, Jen. So I'm going to go to the last question. So what, what's, what's a piece of advice uh, or counsel you wish someone would have gave you when the two of you were dating?
1: I love Hallmark movies. Anyone? Anyone? Sisters? Sisters, let's admit it. Come on, let's admit it. it. I know men are going to. But girls, come on. Yeah, I see you. (laughs) And it's kind of hard to admit, Um, but I really think I thought, um, in that, as my 20 something self, that um, when I met Mr. Wright, everything would be right. Um, and that's just not the case. And uh, dating and then marriage um, is in no way <laughs> like a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. Um, it's just infinitely complex and hard and difficult, um, especially once you add children to the mix. Um, they make you old really fast. And, um, but also, by God's grace, it's infinitely richer and more wonderful than any Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. So watch them. But just know they're not real. They're not real. Ah,
0: that's good. David, you want to add on anything? Uh,
2: Just the communication piece. Um, Like, it took me, you know, this is for the guys, right? We are not, our default is not to just talk about our feelings a lot. Um, And it took years of marriage for me to realize, like, my wife loves conversation. Uh, And I have to work, I have to work harder at it. So that was just a very practical thing. All the stories I could tell uh, about sort of the self-sabotage of our relationship because of my inability to... Communicate. Mm, That's awesome.
0: What do you think? Good? Good to. All right. Uh, We're going to. This has been good. We've had a lot of comments on this. Uh, Jen's going to pray us out, and then mystery couple number three on Friday. Can't wait. We'll see you then. Jen's going to pray us out.
1: Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Um, For our story, Lord, I thank you deeply for my spouse. Um, and he is a gift to me now and always. And Lord, I look out and see so many more stories out there, right? Um, Stories that are yet to be told um, of your goodness and your redemption and your grace. So Lord, let us lean into that with confidence, trusting in you, trusting in your promises to us um, of never leaving us and forsaking us. And with that, Lord, carry us out. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Go in peace.